Welcome to the Nerd Alternative Podcast, a sweet mountain pot of all things nerdy. Today, our usual suspects are here. We have a Miss Ram. Hello. And Mr. Hassan. Hello. Do you guys notice how I try and interchange between your names each, each week? I do. It always keeps me on my toes. Not you know, on. one week <laughs> I'm going to get too comfortable and I'm just going to jump in far too quickly. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right, so today we are jumping straight in. We've got two reviews. We've got a, a sort of mini review of Mortal Kombat. I mean, I, is there's not much to say anyway. <laughs> to be honest, it's not like cool. there's an in-depth breakdown there. Well, I don't know. I'm not a Mortal Kombat fan. And we're going to talk about Falcon and Winter Soldier as well. I believe we spoke a bit about the first episode at the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, it's wrapped up. And we want to talk about our thoughts and, you know, do a similar thing to what we did with WandaVision. Talk about how it ended, like how it panned out in our eyes. So no news today. We are jumping straight into things. Um, We're going to start with the Mortal Kombat review, obviously. And, you know, we're going to jump straight into spoilers, straight spoiler territory. Um, So Mortal Kombat came out 23rd of April literally a couple days ago really over the weekend essentially well by the time this comes out a week ago maybe um so far it's only out in the u.s um and other countries that have cinema though <laughs> like oh Korea yeah oh like, yes 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 yeah. it, outside of theaters um hbo max i believe the, mm-hmm. the up-and-coming streaming giant perhaps perhaps thanks vpns <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> um, the film was directed by Simon McQuaid. McQuaid? No, it's not McQuaid. I feel like it's McQuaid. I think Sorry. it's McQuaid. Yeah, it's I think what you said it. Yeah. Um, and this was it was this his first uh like direct? Was this his directorial debut? Yeah. Um, I think he has only done like adverts and commercials beforehand. So this was his first film. It shows. No, I'm, joking. Mm-hmm. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. No, it's not an insult. It is like his first thing. So there's there's always going to be like some rough edges to it. Mm-hmm. Makes it like total sense. Yeah, and um, it had names. Well, I don't know. I feel like this is one of these films where if you've seen an actor in something, you'd be like, yeah, I know that guy. But it had <laughs> names as Lewis Tan as Cole Young, um, Jessica McNamee as Sonia Blade. Uh, Josh Lawson as Kano, and I'm just going to go Joe Talsim as Sub-Zero, because I feel like, to me personally, that was the guy that I recognised. Um, him him and Hiroyuki Sanada, like, them two yeah. are huge, huge in the martial arts kind of scene. Yes, yes, yes. I feel I feel like um, uh, Hiroyuki was in... What was the, what, I feel like I've seen him in something else. 47 Ronin, mm-hmm. Endgame. And I know Joe Talsim from... Um, the raid. the raid yes the raid uh i mean i don't the budget for it was 55 million and so far the box office was 50 million i mean i feel like in pandemic these numbers are always kind of a bit um so far it's done like the it had obviously godzilla did the best pandemic numbers but um they said that like even though it's not done as well it's kind of because it's r-rated it's doing okay um mm. and Considering that the reviews were not that great, it's it's like making money, pandemic mm. money anyway. But yeah, okay, we're, we're quibbling over five million, which is just crazy <laughs> to me. Conversations. Um, some interesting tidbits for you. Uh, James Wan was one of the producers, 
Um, the film was shot in Adelaide, which is in Australia. And I tell you, both other world and Earth world both look like they were shot in the same place. Um, it's almost like there was a budget and a pandemic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, is there any other factuals that anyone wants to throw in before we just jump straight into um, our thoughts? I think just the writers. I always find it interesting when there's like five writers. Um, oh, yeah. So like there were quite a lot of like writers and they've all like written on like different things so there was like one greg russo who is i don't think he's related to the russo brothers but i didn't actually do my due diligence but i'm pretty sure he's not but he'll be directing the um upcoming resident evil film Um, okay and then there were like like there's one woman, Sean Catherine Derrick, who's um who did the Batman films, the 90s one. Um, not films, the series even. Um, and then there's one guy, I feel like he's the most kind of uh, he had Dave, the movie. Dave, Dave Callahan, I think he is. Yeah, yeah, David Callahan, who like co he's co-written a lot of stuff. So like Wonder Woman 1984 and also Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Um, the Spider-Verse sequel that's coming mm. up and he also did the story for Godzilla. Um, don't know how to feel about that. Um, but yeah, no, I always just find it curious when there's like five writers because I'm always like, how much write, like, is it a case that this guy did the writing and then actually you came in and like did this and then like, do you know what I mean? Like, I always wonder which part of the story is like who's um, and who's just come in to like neaten things up. Um I, I feel I like that. It, it kind of feels a little bit like writer by like um, committee, like yeah. a, in a lot of the ways that like the scripting kind of comes off, and a lot of the the full stops to action sequences really felt like someone in the room was like, yeah, yeah, and then add this, that would be cool. <laughs> yeah, um, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just gonna just go <laughs> what we liked, what we didn't like, um, and score it. So, I'm, ten out of ten, baby. Let's I'm, go. I'm quite curious. Um, I mean, go on, Hassan. You can you can go off straight away. Um, um, tell us about I, how amazing this one was. I feel like I'm going to be the most positive I've ever been in any review that we've done, because this like the expectations and the standards I was looking for are incredibly low. Um, I've like <laughs> I'm hugely biased, right? Because I love the Mortal Kombat movies, right? Even Annihilation, as much as I kind of hate Annihilation, they're terrible movies, but they, they're they perfect in what they're trying to do and how they're trying to do it. They're not trying to set a benchmark in acting. They're not trying to set a benchmark in scripting or even like uh, the worlds that they're trying to like paint. It's There's monsters, there's men, there's powers. There's going to be a tournament. Cool cool and this movie really really does sell that um it's goofy and schlocky and i love it like i had a blast with how stupid this movie was it was great uh, ram (laughs) um i mean i thought i was gonna put it on and play my switch and i didn't play my switch so i feel like that's a sign of something um yeah, no, I, I feel like the same as you, Hassan, like going in knowing that this is not going to be like a masterpiece. And I feel like since we did that Godzilla review, I think because it'd been such a long time since I'd watched a film that's not exactly meant to be like a masterpiece mm. um, that I that 
kind of had, did like a massive reset for me. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes you could just put on a film and you could just watch it and you don't have to like, you don't, I mean, obviously we are talking about it in a like critical sense kind of, but we are also acknowledging that it is what it is, if mm. that makes sense. Um, so yeah, I thought it was enjoyable. I did think that, um, and you kind of mentioned that already, but like that there were a lot of like different tones within the movie. And I kind of wish that they had kind of stuck with one um, and some of the characters I didn't like. Um, mm. You know who I'm talking about, Mr. <laughs> Cole. And he, he was just so like useless. Like, and I know he was kind of meant to be audience surrogate, but like, I kind of want someone who's a bit cooler than he was just like a loser for all of the film. Um, so, but yeah, it was enjoyable. And I'm not really that familiar 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 with the um, Mortal Kombat series, so. Um, I had fun. Um, yeah, uh, I think some characters were also a lot stronger than others, uh, physically and acting wise. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a journey. I had fun. Uh, will I watch it? I might even watch some fight scenes again. You know, maybe. Oh, I don't know about that. Mm, um, no, I do want to see um, Jacks like just clap that person's head again. That was, that, that was hella cool. That was yeah. hella cool. Even though it was really short, but um, yeah, I thought like you know, it not being high art, it was um, it was fun. Okay, now I think it's time for me to go off. Mm. Now the film was fine, man. It was fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie. It was um, surprisingly for this and um, Falcon, I haven't really been online seeing what the general chatter is and probably revisit that in falcon as well but so i don't know if people i and i from what i've seen it seems quite polarizing like everything seems to be nowadays um me personally i am not a big mortal Kombat fan honestly speaking i've only actually played 10 and i did play Mortal Kombat 10 a lot but that was like i just got my ps4 i was mm. playing whatever kind of came out do you know what i mean i played that mm-hmm. injustice a lot um so I've I've seen some people moan about the story and that again I don't know anything about the Mortal Kombat story at all so I have nothing to hold this to I can't say whether this uh, is a good adaptation but what I do know from Mortal Kombat you know like fighting cheesiness and fatality so I feel like what 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 were what were people expecting you know it it, it was fine it was enjoyable. Um, a gripe I did have is I feel like it could have been more uh, violent, as wild as that sounds. Yeah, yeah no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, I realised at some point, I was like, wait, there's not that much blood anymore. I mean, <laughs> I think for me... They and spent Rambo, all their blood in the first two minutes. Yeah. Like. Two minutes, that was all, all of their blood packs were gone. They were trying to use ketchup sachets and they just gave up at that point. Now, um, I, I think for me and Ram, the point, was, the point where we were like, what the hell was when... Um, was when Sonya was crushed under the rocks. Yeah, no, <laughs> sorry, that really pissed rock, me off. And she looked like, like she was just what? sleeping under the rock. It's like... That was so stupid. Like, I've seen a lot of stupid moment. stuff. No, I was just going to say it cheapened the moment because then I was like, wait, hang on. First I was like, oh no, she, he's, she's crushed, she's dead. And then he lifted it and she was fine. And then I was like, so what was it on? Like, surely she could have just shimmied out of that one. Yeah. Like, was like? She wasn't even lying flat. She was yeah. like in a position. Like, I don't understand what it was... Like, was it 
I don't understand. It, it, it wasn't resting on anything. That was the best part yeah, of all of I'm that. Just, like, it, it was like there was, was there was on the floor. Yeah. He picked it up off the floor, and when it cut back, she was there. <laughs> she was literally protected by plot armor. It's oh, no, that, that was like, that was cold. That was cold. Literally cold. Mm. Um, there, there's like this is maybe the cheesiest movie I've seen in a long time. That's like both intentionally cheesy and accidentally cheesy. Yeah, I liked it. I think it could. Do you know what? I, this I'm is not a bad thing. This mm. is the type of film where I feel like it, I could have taken it all. I could have taken more. I guess also because I'm reading Jojo at the moment, I could have mm. been like, I want more campiness. I could, I could take more of this. I, like I loved, <laughs> I loved Kano. I, even when he, even when he turned to the dark side, Ram. I think Ram got a bit invested because she's like, oh, Kano's evil now. Like, I like, yeah, no, because I wasn't expecting <laughs> it. I didn't know. I thought he was gonna like, you know, usually the lovable like, the, idiot, the lovable yeah, rogue. Like usually the character like comes back, like they turn away and they're like actually no, and they find some kind of moral compass, and then he did. And well, like, like John oh. Walker, like John Walker. Mm, no, I mean, yeah, kind of. John Walker's no. Kato. <laughs> yes, he's not as funny as Kato. But... Wow, for but, real, for like, real. Even even when he turned, like I guess the fact that Ram was just like no, and I was like yeah, like I guess we were <laughs> cool, we were enjoying cool. it. We, we were like enjoying watching the film, I guess. Mm. And um, I, I guess he, yes. And, and the the only two characters, well, no, I was gonna say Raiden, but his eyes were just jarring the hell out of me. <laughs> um. Like well, hold on, hold on. We need to talk about Raiden in maybe the laziest acting I have ever seen as well. That, his, like it was impressively about lazy. Him was lazy. <laughs> Even his character was late. When you think about look, I, all right, I was trying to like be just sticking to what like you know it was enjoyable, but the plot was so wild. Like again, again, I'm not very familiar with the law, so I can only take what I understand from this film, and maybe I didn't understand things. They're talking about gods and stuff, and gods. All right, Hassan, can you explain to me what this tournament? What? Who made a rule? They ha- okay, okay, okay. <laughs> We're gonna have to like <laughs> go way back to like OG, right? Mm, no, okay. no OG. Okay, just, hold, hold, on, gonna... hold on, hold on. It's um, the tournament is there's the the elder gods, and then there's Raiden and Jokan and those guys who are kind of gods. Um, each of them kind of representing a realm. Um, Shokan being Nether Realm, uh, Raiden being Earth, and each of them fight through proxies for the tournament, being the Earthlings and the Nether Realmers. Okay, that's, I got that. I got yeah, that. But why? What, what was the whole ten? They were like, if because in the film, I think they said Otherworld win has won all nine previous tournaments, and yeah. if if they win the tenth, they take Earth. What? Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. feel like that's such a weird rule. Like, what? Is, if Earth wins 10, do they take Otherworld? No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because this wasn't thought through. Okay. That's it. That's it. No, no. Like, y- you've hit the head, like the nail on the head of Mortal Kombat. It's, did we think this through? It's, Probably not. Because that's, that's <laughs> what, that was, and I put it, I did put it to the side of my head, but unlike, unlike Godzilla or where it's, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's a bit dumb, but it's like whatever. Here I was just like, if Raiden, like, they, they said there's rules, but Otherworld always win because they always break the rules and, and the gods don't really care. Then why did they even set up the tournament? What is the point? I don't know. But Raiden, maybe he cares? He cares, he cares sometimes? I also thought it was a bit deep that um he he, he must have been camping at the beginning when when um 
when Scorpion, before he was Scorpion's whole family got waxed. Like he just appeared as soon as Bro, he was um, watching <laughs> in the bush, watching. in in the tree line. Just like mm. damn, son, that was that was cold. Like he's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> and he froze the, when he froze. The family, he just came out and just took the child. Like was, his timing was so fast that he could have high fived Sub Zero on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> he come out and he's like, oh, too soon. Oh wait, let me jump. <laughs> like, Ice Time work, buddy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It, it was just so like it was so um this that that whole plot thing and the tournament itself like I, the fights could have been longer. The I kind I, I did like the idea of like them when they were like we'll put you against you, you against you, you against you. But I feel like we could have spent more time with each of the fights. Obviously, that's you, you've got a runtime. But it, it was almost like a um what's the word um. Like it, it was almost like a montage, like a fighting montage. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's it, it was, entirely. It was, and 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 I'm like, this is the. We had better fights before this quote unquote tournament thing. Mm-hmm. It, it was, it was. I mean, I could have done with a lot more, and I could have done with more, more blood, more weighty punches. Like even before you, even before you fatality, do a fatality on someone, you know you can like break ribs and you know how it goes in Mortal Kombat during the actual fight and I feel like it felt very um like almost like a Marvel film until the point where the fatality needs to happen and then all of a sudden it's like oh shoot her through a spine and then yeah yeah Lao though um uh blade soaring that lady was oh that was 10 out of 10 ever seen Ever. That was lifted directly from the games, what, what, and I was so so was in it? love with it. I was like, Flawless "That is awesome!" Victory. <laughs> like, o- also, I love that. I love bro, that. When when they f- when it was like Kano wins, oh like, yeah, yeah, oh. fucking beauty, or whatever like, he says. Oh, yeah, mate, yeah. I was like, "This yeah, is the tone that I was looking for. This is it. I'm in." <laughs> so one piece of fact that I didn't put in there, but this just blew my mind. Kind of, you know, Liu Kang. Mm. He was the guy mm. in Striking Vipers. In that episode in Black Mirror, he was he was the the, the oh the damn. guy yeah, oh yeah. damn oh, for real yeah he was are he we just was. gonna talk about Black Mirror for now because I'm I'm here for it <laughs> oh we have done a Black Mirror episode you know we should do that no that makes sense I, like I fully see it now it's weird but, though I feel like um even that um what's the guy that plays Kano I forget his name like. He's another one that when I when I looked him up, he looks so different. No, he looks. I literally put it in the notes. He looks so different. That's why I put the notes because I it doesn't look like the same person. Who was that man? I don't know. It wasn't Kano. <laughs> he does that <laughs> thing that um Aaron Johnson does, where sometimes he just looks like a totally different yeah like person. Master of camouflage. It's it's the beard, man. It's that like throw off your face entirely. But he also just looked really skinny. I don't know. He just looked like someone else. Mm. <laughs> Anyway, can we talk? Can, can we talk about um Colvo? Like, I just feel like that was. Do we have a, to? Do we have to? No, he was so it was such <laughs> a bad decision to make this bland. I, I I get the whole thing of him being like the audience surrogate or whatever, um, but like. <sighs> It was just so stupid. His character like was. The... Go on, no, go on. Sorry. No, because I was interrupting you. No, I just, I just feel like it was. And my thing is with his character is he didn't really have much of a um, character arc. Mm-hmm. He didn't really improve or get better. Like he just got his ass whooped, like 
numerous times. He, 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 he needed his assist from um, Sonia to beat um, my girl. I forget her name now. The one with the mouth. Yeah, um, Melina. 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 Yeah, Melina. And, and then... And then she's gonna, and then he, and he's the guy that's supposed to take down Sub Zero at the end. Like, I, I, I just felt a bit. And he didn't I, do anything by himself ever yeah, in that movie. He just punched Ice like he was. His family should have been dead. That was the other thing. <laughs> he was just. <laughs> he was dead. just punching oh, Ice. That's all he did. He just punched Ice, and then and and that was it. And I would uh, go go on go on go on. No, I just we were saying yesterday it would have been yesterday whenever it was. That it would have been better if he was more like Sonya's character, for example, and he was mm. like our in, because then that way he can still be the audience surrogate. But there's like kind of a reason for him to be attached. And I saw someone else as well being kind of like it could have also been interested in if like he knew about his ancestry and it was kind of like a like a personal thing between him and Sub Zero of like yeah, you tried to kill my line and I've been trying to track you down because you know I just found out I'm related to this guy. Um, yeah. And I guess also that, well, that, that, would've... that would be too much character development and writing. Uh, <laughs> it would have been more interesting. And then it would have just meant that like when Hanzo came back, we were like more excited for them to like team up because I think them two being so distant made me like, and I know that other people think this in films, like, well, other people like Levi, but I never usually <laughs> think of like, <laughs> no, I never usually think of like, whoa, these two characters shouldn't just be able to fight with each other without having ever practiced. But I thought that in this film and it's because I was like, they have no relationship and he's rubbish. So like, how is so he rubbish. picking up from like Hanzo's cues or whatever like and just like improvising these cool fights like I don't understand he doesn't even seem like he's not even that good of a fighter like they literally said that he was washed up in the beginning so like what he but was anyway. portrayed as a loser and every, yeah. every, look he, he, Jack's got also, his arcana everyone was getting their arcanas and he, he was just so rubbish and the thing is like he didn't even get his arcana as soon as the is his name Goro as yeah. soon as the Goro yeah. guy came, like he got it when his wife, like his did wife put in more work than him. him. <laughs> yeah, that's his wife put in more work than him, and his daughter acted better than him. He's just he was just so, and he had the cheesiest lines, and not like, and he didn't deliver them in a good like in a in a like I accept this cheesy way. Like I did not accept the cheesiness. I did not like it. It was he, he, like <laughs> we can do this, guys. Come on. You can hear him acting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really the, sorry. Lewis Tan, but that was terrible. Yeah, like I've seen him in other stuff, and he's not—he's not a bad actor. It's yeah, just he was like, in Deadpool too, and I remember mm. like a, he wasn't—it was fine. Like, he was in Iron Fist too, but I've never watched that scene. Maybe as uh... a lead, maybe as a lead character, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's what um maybe that's what it is that was like yeah. you know one some pressure came, got him. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it also is the ca- character as well. Like, I think mm. if he. It's not just like the the acting. The the character was that, that he's mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm. I have, that's what I feel like. If they ever make a Zelda live action film, Link is a hundred percent going to be that character. Oh god! I, I just feel like they. I feel like they can. Never they shouldn't make, do it. Don't do it. They can never make a good Link. We don't know. Like it's in in my mind, it's almost always going to fail. In that Listen. kind of blank, like Levi, I'm going to say some controversial shit, and I need you to to go with me on this. If they make a live action Zelda film, they need to do it from Tingle's perspective. <laughs> That's what they need to do. I'd watch the hell out of that movie. That would be so weird. That would be so... Um, oh, Tingle. Uh, Ram, go away. Google, Google uh, no, Legend of Zelda Tingle. Is. You know who he is? I yeah, just, we need... I haven't got to... I haven't played... Yeah. 
king of a bizarre, <laughs> a small bizarre man. Yeah, he's he's my favorite character in the franchise, and I've loved that franchise for like two decades. It's so good. I mean, just back back to the film. I do feel like again, I saw some people kind of dunking on this film. Mm. I feel like it's like fifty five percent Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm just I, yeah. I really went in like but the audience score is much higher than that, so I feel like that tells you everything you actually need to know. Because... And I feel like sometimes we need to do. I mean, I guess just like Ram, there was a lot of deprogramming during the Godzilla um, gauntlet that I ran. And um, I, and I feel like you do need to go back in and and look at a film of what it's supposed to be. You can still you can still look at things critically. And to be mm. honest, you can have, you know, satirical, you know, black comedy style action things that are actually executed very well in a, in a critical sense. But at mm. the same time, it doesn't. It doesn't have to um, be that. And and I don't know if you've seen, I keep talking about this film because I hate it so much, um, that I watched recently called Anti-Life on <laughs> Netflix that I found out it was actually... my algorithm even more. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That I found out was actually a film called Breach. It's a 2020 science fiction film with Bruce Willis. It is... I know what? that film, dude. It's oh. the worst film I've ever watched dude. in my life. It... it... <laughs> Do you know I've never had the the story arc of watching a movie where I'm like this is so bad it's good but no, then it, it goes so no. wait, wait, wait. it went okay. so bad it went to it's not good anymore I'm 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 having trouble watching it, it went but then bad. I was watching it ironically and laughing about it till I was like I can't be ironic about this because it's too stupid to be ironic. it was wild man it was, we need yeah. to do an episode on it it's great I, I, no I refuse to watch, <laughs> do that episode yourself. That film that is a dumpster fire with hot oil poured on it on a summer's day. It, that was, oh, oh my God. But I, I, the reason I bring it oh up is God. that that is the difference between a, like a cheesy film that knows where it's supposed to be and an objectively bad film. Like that film was bad on mm. all fronts. Mm. Bruce Willis, I may, 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 might have needed a bag. I don't know what day he's got to clear. I don't know, but Lord have mercy. I Bro. Real Nicolas Cage energy. <laughs> it, 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 it was, it was shocking. The story was sh- every and and it, and it was so budgeted. Like, oh my god, what was that film? But yeah, I think I just don't think Mortal Kombat falls into like like a film like Breach. You can say like this is garbage, but I think some people are kind of nowadays and maybe we're all a bit too critical. Maybe we put a little bit too much. Um, value in our voice i don't know but mm. you know i just feel like some a lot of, i mean the film's not great can, can I, i'm can saying what i'm saying but you'll see my score one... and be like huh sorry go on <laughs> as i was gonna say like um something being bad doesn't mean you can't enjoy it that's also true like a lot of people like need to let that sink in it's like you can know something is bad and like still enjoy it it's like you eat fast food i was just about to say that <laughs> it, it's like um everything doesn't have to be like a five course meal like michelin star like sometimes you can just have some chips and this movie is chips yeah don't worry guys we're still bougie on murder tornadoes don't worry about that i was gonna say this is me captain bougie over here (laughs) (laughs) i think this is a film where it's like would i watch the sequel maybe i would Would definitely watch watch oh yeah oh yeah i would Would i watch this film again (laughs) maybe not like Mm. it's it's that i'm i'm i saw it i was i was happy it was fine it was it was all of that everything i expected fatalities i could have done with more quotes from the the game could have done with more but they said the ones that i know so sure (laughs) so that was it i mean 
let's wrap this one up. Out of ten. Five. Five, yeah. Five. I'm gonna say five point four three six two. <laughs> <laughs> There's always gotta be one person who's more optimistic than the rest of us. Like that's it, that's our that's our bag, you know. It was it was it was cool. I it was it was entertaining. It, mm. I feel like five is very 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 middling, like for me personally. And I think this was it edged it a little bit, but not quite six. Mm. There's a a good rule of thumb I have with like bad movies is um, how do you like how do you experience time when you watch them? Yeah, good bad movies, time will fly by. You'll know it's a trash movie, but like the hour and a half or hour will go like in a second. This the time went fast when I was watching it. I was just like, oh, this is stupid. Look at this stupid thing. Oh my god, look at that stupid thing. Stupid. Had a lot of fun. When you know a film is like really bad, is when you think that it's end the arc is ending and it's not, <laughs> and you're like, you're, okay, you're, the resolution's covered. Batman and it's not. versus Superman. I swear, I never left that cinema. I was there the whole. Mm-hmm. Time. <laughs> I'm, I'm still there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, five, five. It's fine. We give it average. C. Watch it if you have VPN and you've got an hour and forty minutes to burn. I guess. Mm. But let's move on from that. To what everyone probably wants to hear. <laughs> we have, oh, Captain America and the Winter yeah, Soldier. Yeah, I was like, I didn't know what to write. <laughs> I had a, like, a mini crisis. Black I Falcon and win, no, the Winter Soldier and Black Falcon. Now. No, 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 wait, I need to do it. No, I want to do it. See, this, is, this is what I've been doing all day. I've been like, that's the Black Falcon. And like, no, man, that's Captain America. Acting. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, it, it, the series ended. You two couple. Well, by the time I say it's a week ago. Mm. Um, sorry for the delay. Um, and <laughs> the story, for some, that you know, for some factuals, was by Malcolm Sparman, who I actually believe is the one who might be writing Captain America Four, but I'm not a hundred. Or maybe he's going to no, be. No, that's involved. what they said. <clears throat> but. I mean, yeah, that's what they've said. And he is known for Empire and Our Family Wedding. He's also one of the Black producers who was attached to HBO's Confederate, along with his wife, Nichelle Tramble-Spellman. Feige chose Spellman because he felt that he could make the series fun and action-packed, but also have a right point of view to tell the story about Wilson as a Black male writer. Um, Obviously, like I just said, he's going to be on in upcoming right around upcoming Captain America 4 film, which I was surprised. I don't know why I didn't think there was going to be a 4 for some reason. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> you, guys, um, you guys are living the life of Falcon in the Falcon movie where you're like, nah, you're not going to make me Captain America. Yeah. Oh, you made me Captain yeah. America. You're going you're gonna to shove me real fast. I think. I think, yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly it. Um, the, all the episodes were directed by a Kari Skoglund, who has directed episodes in The Punisher, The Walking Dead, House of Cards, Vikings, Handmaid's Tale, and other stuff. So let's go straight into our spoiler thoughts. I, I mean, I guess we should start with the, the burst in question. No, no. Let's just say thoughts on the series as a whole. Did you like it without spoiling? Um, I think I liked it, but I think um, I think they teased us a lot. Um, because I think there were some concepts like in the earlier episodes that they kind of raised that I really, really made me like think a lot. And I do think that's something that the show did in general that like I would come away from each episode, like kind of thinking about um, some of the issues that were raised um, in terms of just like 
like it was just really interesting or like questions that I hadn't grappled with and I think that's what I've been enjoying about the tv shows they're kind of just like raising like small little questions that you're like oh shit like whoa I didn't think about that before and that like changes your perspective on everything in the MCU um but I do think that some of those themes um for example like race or like exploitation or like PTSD I think that they could have taken them a little bit further or they could have taken them in 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 directions that were a bit more interesting to me personally um at the same time I do like appreciate that they did only have six episodes um considering that um WandaVision had a few more episodes I kind of do wonder whose decision that was whether they they decided that they wanted six episodes or whether they were only like like for example Spellman or whether he was only like commissioned for six um because mm, mm, mm. I think if it was a bit <laughs> longer then maybe some of those I think a lot of the issues that I had with the show maybe could have been solved if it was a little bit longer um but I think overall like it 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 was good um it wasn't like excellent I think that it kind of the the first few episodes were a lot stronger for me 100%. than mm, the last, yeah. what, mm, the last mm, one mm. not not all the way but just in terms of like making me think or just where I thought things were going um and I guess I didn't learn from Wonder Vision um in terms of like trying to predict or trying to preempt where it was gonna go and maybe if I didn't do that I wouldn't get hurt but you know here we are mm. Mm. I, 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 I'm kind of with you there there's um this show, it you really feel the the six episode kind of weight mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. You, you really mm-hmm. do get the sense that um, there's so much more kind of that could have been um, built here. There's so much more that could have been explored here. There's so much more that could have been given time, but they knew they had six episodes and they kind of had to uh, wrap things up. Um, one of my like gripes is tied to that, but we'll get to that in the spoiler bits. Um, <clears throat> this is maybe one of the like uh, i don't want to say bravest but like the most um honest about social issues um out of like the marvel kind of outings like the the way that they talk about um like what it is to be a soldier like and how america treats their soldiers and vilifies their soldiers or raises them like deities like and kind of like the 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 way that's like played against race as well it was fascinating to see it actually kind of being put like juxtaposed against the superhero story kind of in the background um i totally agree i i i feel like this because this show originally was meant to be the first one um out this would have like set the tone in a way that i think one division would have felt a little bit cheesy if it had come afterwards so i'm glad they did it the other way um but yeah like the, if this is the way that we're going with the mcu i'm very happy i'm very very happy i i, I think that last point i think it was i think it would have been fine if they'd done it the other way around i think i, I think one division coming out first might have hurt falcon because of how i mean i think i think the marvel of or the mystery of one division would have kind of helped it in its own right anyway i just mean that i do think for some people how different one division was made um falcon and winter soldier seem a bit like like paled a bit in comparison that's just some some like opinions i've seen i don't either or is really um 
I don't really care. Mm. But um, apart from that, I um, yeah, it was it was very interesting. I mean, I personally think that, like Ram said, it did kind of um slow a bit um towards the end. I definitely think that um it peaked maybe around episode five, you know, episode, episode four, five, you know, that's where I think um, it was, it was great for me. I think six was very much all of these threads that we've got. Let's just try and bloop, 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 just like put full stops on all of them. And it, and, and it did feel very rushed. Again, we'll, we will talk about this in spoilers. It felt like every kind of, main plot point was just very briefly and quickly just kind of summed up and 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 finished where it could have maybe benefited from one episode more you know like i think mm-hmm. you could have done with mm-hmm. one or two mm-hmm. i think one could have possibly uh been enough you know but overall it was it was a good series i i'm i do think the more we cover um just reviewing things in general the more i do kind of feel like uh, maybe I'm maybe I see things a little bit different as like a British viewer mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense mm-hmm. yeah um I'm not sure how much Captain America means as a symbol do you, like do, do you get what I'm saying I don't know I don't know if I I can I can fully comprehend how much that could mean to a American viewer an African-American viewer as well do, do you get what I'm saying um the the burden of an African American being Captain America, I, I can logically um I can logically see it, but in terms of the gravity of it, I feel like it might hit a bit more if I was in America or if I was an American person. Do you absolutely, know what I'm absolutely, yeah, absolutely. It's like if you live in that culture, the impact of the social uh, climate is going to affect you differently to people just like uh, viewing it. Yeah, and it's just the whole like. You know, what does it mean to be oh. a shield? What, what does it mean to be a shield? Oh my god. <laughs> That's a new anime, summer 2021. Um <laughs> what what like what does the what does the shield mean? What does it mean to be Captain America? Like the symbol, the whole thing of like um what it means to be patriotic to your country, the mean the means of the people like the, the needs of the people versus the needs of the government. And and do you, do you get what I'm saying? Separate mm-hmm, those things. Mm-hmm, There's a lot of mm-hmm. interesting there's a lot of interesting conversations and thought processes and um like you know parallels that I feel like sometimes I do miss out on as as a British guy. Like I'm just like Absolutely. cool cool story, bro. Like obviously I get it, but I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, I it, it I feel like it does, especially seeing some people's responses, especially um like black people, um African Americans mainly, their responses to um Captain America or Anthony Mackie or Sam as Captain America. I'm like, I I uh, that's it's interesting how passionate some people are about it, you know. Mm. I, I I I love it. Like I love the the discussions and the kind of um, the conversations that are kind of coming out because of the nature of a superhero comic. I I, I think that's so fascinating. Like kind of how much the the art that we uh, ingest can reflect and kind of illuminate <clears throat> things for people who wouldn't um, who wouldn't have otherwise thought about it. Like and and that's for me too. Like. There's um, there's so much we kind of take for granted because we don't live um, as black people in America, right? In in the stuff that we ingest and in the the media that we watch and kind of less critically kind of just consume, you know. So if this kind of 
Marvel TV show opens people's eyes, I think that's, an, that's a good thing. I think that's a really good thing. 100%. Um, is there anything non-spoilery you guys want to add before we jump into spoilers? Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie together are awesome someone, so someone good. I would like um, to marry Sebastian said, what about Sam what about Auntie Mackie he's um, too old for me oh my god <laughs> what an excuse that's um, not an excuse you're racist um, you're racist <laughs> did you learn nothing <laughs> someone said um you know at the end the end like uh um Sam's got his happy family I'm thinking what with the sister and they were like no with with his husband Sam. <laughs> <laughs> and, and their two adopted kids and the nephews I'm like what there, <laughs> there's, there's, there's there is a lot of lucky um thingy shipping mm. so, I mean the MCU fan fiction is mad anyway uh yeah yeah okay let's jump straight into the spoilers then it, on, on that note um let's go through the characters first um and then we'll just talk about any points that we might want to talk about um i guess we should start with captain america um, which one the real one. one bro <laughs> <laughs> the, the one that's not an old man yeah the one that is not retired the one that is not ex captain america oh you mean kurt russell's boy okay. yeah. <laughs> i like that um how do we feel about sam as captain america um a mixture of things i think that um i think that his i think it was it it, it was a smart move and the right move because um i was reading about like the the pitching process that they had for like who was gonna write um or show run the series um and spellman was put with nate moore who's like the I don't want to call him the black producer, but like, you know, there's like, <laughs> there's Kevin Feige, there's the woman, Victoria something, and then there's Nate Moore. So, you know. Kevin, there's the woman, and there's, and there's the black. <laughs> there's the black. But yeah, Nate Moore, and they they talked a lot about like, because um, they wanted to kind of make it like a two-hander buddy type thing um, between um, Sam and Bucky, just because of how much chemistry um Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie have anyway um and I just thought it was interesting that I'm glad that they went with the angle of yeah like we definitely should talk about race because like it I feel like they could have so easily just kind of glossed over that and I think that's kind of what I was expecting Wait, um, when, when I was expecting the, those white folk, yeah I was, I was like huh? <laughs> <laughs> like I was like can I just say one thing right? not when they were when they were on the ship fixing the ship together, I knew the internet was going to go crazy because I was like, they're, they're building a relationship. Oh my God. Oh my, oh my God. Days. This ship has <laughs> sailed. <laughs> I like this. I like this pun back and forth. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of wasn't expecting them to address that issue at all, especially since like we kind of, we never really viewed um, Sam. At, I mean, it's not like he was raceless, but okay no sorry I'm like trying to think of so many points the one thing I like about Sam actually is that compared to Don Cheadle um as okay not Don Cheadle um compared to War Machine he never really felt like the token black friend um like he and he and Steve genuinely felt like two really close friends and obviously I guess because they both have like the army background and um Levi was saying the other day actually which was a point that I didn't really think about um that you know they kind of Steve gave uh Falcon something to do after like the fact that they were both veterans and then he kind of gave him 
like another purpose but it's always felt very genuine their friendship and so I think that him getting to explore his race um and what it means to kind of be um under the weight of like Steve as a friend who he really admires but also Steve as a symbol of America being a white blonde hair blue-eyed man um and I thought that it was I don't know I just thought he was the perfect character to kind of have this exploration just because it wasn't just the race angle um Mm. which could have felt really cheap it was also the fact that like he does have imposter syndrome slightly because like he's watched his friend do all these amazing things and he knows that Steve is like a really amazing guy and I think that's something else that they kind of played with throughout the series as well it's not just that Steve is like a white man and so the perfect symbol of America and I think you see this more in John Walker's so I'm not really going to touch on that too much but it was also that he's just a really top-notch good guy mm, um, good and I think, yeah so I think them approaching it in that all-rounded <laughs> way meant that Sam kind of wrestling with that wasn't um was didn't feel cheap um I think that Sam's generally just like a likable character and I really like the scenes where he's able to like kind of I mean, I don't like the character of Carly, as we will discuss later on, but like I liked that he oh was boy. To, he was still able to retain <laughs> a lot of the things that we've seen in like earlier movies of him being that guy who's able to like kind of reach out to people. Um and with all his like PTSD kind of training and stuff. Um, and I thought it was interesting to kind of see him grow and see him outside of um Captain America, like seeing his family. Um, and also just his like addiction to work slightly like there was that little rift with him and his like I don't know he just got really fleshed out so mm. I enjoyed um, loving him more as I mean, a that, character that, that was quite similar to Captain America himself the sort of when the way he kind of always wanted to be at work sort yeah. of thing yeah. until that moment when he went back to replace all the, the stuff and he mm. realised actually maybe it's time for me to finally so- um I mean, with Sam, there was a lot of, I find a lot of uh, parallels to Winter Soldier. Um, even down to visit, revisit, I don't know if it's the same uh, museum that was in Winter yeah, Soldier. I think it is. I think um, it. And just, um, I guess, the heroicness of Sam. See, you know, I, I think one thing that we sometimes don't see too much of in these superhero films is actual like heroics and saving people as opposed mm-hmm. to just fighting a bad yeah. guy if you know what I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and some and I got, I get it got to a point where when you know even down to like um walk up like um trying to pull the bus back up I'm like oh yeah heroes save people as well yeah. like I forget yeah. that sometimes like, mm-hmm. I just want to see fighting sometimes you just get too <laughs> caught lost in the source you just want to see punches and um I I, I saw a lot of like I like the way they kind of were showing us how he's how Sam is more like um I was about to say Chris Evans, um Steve than um than John Walker kind of could ever be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um but to its detriment, in it was also similar to Winter Soldier in the way of of um uh I keep calling it Chris Evans. St- I'm gonna say Captain America. The way Captain America Chris was- Evans is so wholesome that you can't help he, but he, just- he is Steve. Um you can call him way- Cap One America. There you go. Yeah, version Mark One. Mm-hmm. Um, just down to the way he was kind of too in, like too into saving Winter Soldier. It kind of paralleled the way Sam wanted to save Carly. Yeah. Uh, the reason I say it wasn't a good thing is because Carly sucks. Well, I mean, I, I kind of thought it was a bad thing in Winter <laughs> Soldier as well. I kind of always, 
I kind of never really liked the whole like this person's bad, but because it's my friend, yeah. like <laughs> let's talk to him. Um, the whole thing of uh, like how many men, how many guys did did these guys have these guys murked, like killed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Carly's the one you want to sit down and 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 talk to. I think um I watched the pitch meeting, the screen rant pitch meeting, and 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 he was saying that um don't you think that any of the other guys might have um like turned if if you spoke to them too and they were talking about John Walker <laughs> killing the guy and, and how like Falcon and they kill loads of guys as well and then they were like well it was bad because that guy begged for his life and you're like yeah when when is it okay to be passionate mm-hmm. about someone and and that's why I say to Ram as much as like she doesn't like Batman but I always res- like respect Batman heroes like Daredevil and Spider-Man that kind of have it in their mantra to not kill people because then it kind of there's there's like a level of cons- obviously when if they break it, it usually is a very big thing but they don't usually break that that kind of you know mm-hmm. i i feel like he should have killed the joker let's move on that's all right so, yeah of course i'm just like let's look at episode one you know you blowing up people all sorts of madness you know broken like ending people's lives but you're out here of all the people the lead terrorist of this organization you just for some reason don't want to bring her in it's that it, it kind of reminds me of batman a little bit kill the grunts but yeah like the big one bit, bit, bit you weird. were just totally right you're totally right and she like, didn't earn it where bucky have... might have earned it bucky was mind controlled Ooh, <laughs> i'm so glad i put carly last because yeah <laughs> yeah but <laughs> can, can i get into bucky a bit because like yeah, yeah you need no, to say true. something about falcon first though, right? uh okay yeah but, okay i <laughs> Um, honestly, I, I really loved like the Falcon, and I love the way that they fleshed out the smaller circle in his life of his family. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that they're not just hero or they're not just soldier; they're a human being, and they're they're complicated and they have like different facets to them that are just as important as picking up the shield to them. Like that, I I think that humanization really sold him as a character to me, and just really endeared me to like the the Falcon because I'm. I'm already a big fan of Anthony Mackie. So I was already kind of like halfway sold. And then as soon as they started to kind of from the ground up, build him up and then kind of show what, what matters to him and why he is the way that he is. I was like, top notch, top, top notch. I will say, I I feel like Isaiah Bradley's speech to Sam at the end was almost kind of uh, like a meta speech to Anthony Mackie as well. He will, you know, he will get, the the flack being Falcon in the show, but he's mm-hmm. also gonna get a lot of flack in real life playing yeah. the Falcon and um, being playing Captain America in the show. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but yeah, move on to Bucky. Let's 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 move on. Let's 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 keep it going. Um, I was disappointed in Bucky. I would say personally, I liked him. I liked his. I liked too. what they started with him, but I just feel like can we? Why couldn't we get a little White Wolf in there? Like he's still just Winter Soldier. Like is he trying to do like? Is he trying to reclaim that like the Americans reclaim the N-word? I don't know. Like I just feel like <laughs> I just you actually maybe just choked there for a second. Like... <laughs> only I can say it. Only only Sam can say it. You can't say it. <laughs> um but um like I I feel like I mean I guess that's that was why Falcon was first in, in the title. Maybe I feel like it was especially his resolutions in episode six, it was so like I killed your son. Yeah, Next no. scene. <laughs> yeah, I kind of was like, I really wanted to see what? what the reaction was. And I think that also would have been the me- more 
like that would have been the more touching moment of him having to deal with whatever that reaction is going to be, whether he's forgiven or whether like he, he has to forgiven him. Like, that would have been perfect. No, I know, but like whatever but, the mean, reaction is going to be, writing. like yeah. him just having to face it and us seeing him face it would have been mm. more of the lesson because that was mm. the whole point that he needed to stop going to the bad guys and he needed to go to the victims and face like what he's actually done because it's easy to go to the bad guys and be like you did this bad thing so I'm going to punish you but like to go to someone and say I did something wrong to you and like I just I'm at your mercy um for like whatever you think about me I think that would have been more I think I would have felt more resolved but because they cut away I kind of was like um I got no I mean he went past the restaurant so I'm assuming they're not on good terms but like (laughs) can we confirm yeah it would have been so great of a thing of like just because because I feel like some people need to hear this. Just because you confess to something or admit you've done something doesn't mean someone should automatically forgive you. Sometimes they just won't. Yes, exactly <laughs> that. Exactly. That. And it's like, you still killed his son. Like, there's no yeah. going away from that. Um, but I did like back overall, though. Yeah. Just I just totally uh, could have done more with him. I was going to say, like, that scene, right? Like, um, it reminded me of, like, I, I just recently rewatched The Room. Um, I think this is, like... Maybe the scene I've quoted the most in our podcast of any like property where the mum in the room tells Lisa that she has cancer, goes, Yep, I got cancer. And then they just cut and never talk about it again. <laughs> it was it was that level of just what? Um, like, uh, like, I killed your son. Bye. <laughs> literally just I just but then that was <clears throat> sorry, that was an issue with ep- that the episode in general. Like I said, the way everything just kind of like just finished it was a bit like okay all right that's fine yeah and i was like does this mean he he's healed like he doesn't need therapy anymore like thank you for the therapy i know but i was like i i feel like therapy is a lifelong thing if you've been like i mean for most people let alone someone who has been like under mind control and has ptsd and is like over 100 years old i or maybe he's just gonna find it like a not an army therapist. Um, let's let's keep it moving though. Has anyone got yeah. anything else to say about Bucky quickly? Because I'm just looking at time. Um, no, he's, he's he was great. It was just it, it was it was a little bit shallow because it is six episodes. Yeah, I would I would have liked I would have liked White Wolf. I would have liked the ending title to say Captain America White Wolf. I would have liked him to have a bit more interaction with Wakanda, for example, like more yeah. set up for him. I think out of everyone in this show he's the one that I'm the most like, where is he going to be next? Is he going to, ju- is he going to just be the psychic of um, Captain America? I wouldn't mind that, but I don't think it was that clear. I think also <laughs> that, uh, just one last thing to, I'm glad that they, cause I already knew that racist trolls or whatever would come and be like, why not Bucky man? Why not Bucky? Why can't Bucky be Captain America? And so I'm glad that they kind of address why he doesn't want to be Captain America and why he believes that Sam should be Captain America. And also just like that, that moment that he had, um, where he realized that the reason that he doesn't want Sam to give up the shield is because that means that Cap- that Steve was wrong about Sam and then that means that he was wrong about him. And so I think it was good that they used Bucky to make sure that, you know, they, there's like a valid reason for why he shouldn't. I mean, not that there needs to be a valid reason, but, you know. I mean, I feel like they even showed it as well. Bucky yeah. just hasn't, there's that kind of hero. This is a hero and you don't, I'm not saying Bucky's not a hero, but you, the way the way they portrayed Sam, you could clearly see there's a reason why Sam is Captain America. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> but yeah, let's move on to the real Captain America, John Walker. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
he's great. I really enjoyed John Walker. I I hate like the character, but like the acting and the writing was was great. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> love to really hate good. him. I didn't mm. love to hate him. Yeah, and it was them. It was a type of love to hate where even when when he had his little try to pull the bus, I was still like, "You ain't out the woods yet, boy. <laughs> You're gonna need to do more than that. Like, you ain't gonna. I, I ain't rooting for you just because you." You did that. You 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 shielded that guy to death. He he needs a people coach. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he, he uh, is, Thank you, he thank you. I'll, t- I'll take my bow for that he joke. Is, no, that was hang- really good. That was a good one. I just but can't he, laugh right now. <laughs> he, he he's Hancock. He needs he needs an agent. He needs that. He needs a PR person. Yeah, well, you've got one now, kind of. <laughs> yes, yeah, right. to shoo him off the stage. Talks too much, you know. He, he needs that. Um, I think. I, what's, oh, I, I was I was just gonna say. I think. I, I mean, we'll go into Carly next after this. Just I think it will run off nicely. But I oh. think that he was just the better foil than Carly. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was really hoping that um, the Flag Smashers were just a vehicle to put Sam against John Walker. That being said, you know, Captain America f- uh, 4 could be about US agent yeah. um, defaming Captain America or it could be about power broker so that could still be on the cards but I was a bit disappointed that the end of it ended of of like Tim just kind of turning to the good side and just being there like okay I accept I'm not as good as you, you mean guys the <laughs> side. Qu- it quoting, qu- who was he quoting Abraham Lincoln you know ho, ho, yeah, ho, Abraham Lincoln. Like, it was a bit like it was a bit like mm, you know honestly they should have demoted him to Lieutenant America <laughs> Oh my god! Um, America. I was gonna say about John is that I think he was a very well crafted character, Mm -hmm. and that they did really like a good job of giving him like a mini arc and giving Mm. him giving him so much to work with within six episodes. So I don't Mm. understand why they couldn't do that with Carly. But anyway, um, (laughs) I think that they he hit he hit so many points. So like you know, first of all, the shield and his hands, and his feet, shield and his hands and his feet. Um, (laughs) He also was hit many times but anyway mm. um that didn't quite land but whatever um <laughs> but he like you know he he was the the veteran who's kind of been like as a soldier he's been raised up and uh i don't know how to yeah he's been raised up in a certain way and i think that it was good that they were able to compare that like being the symbol of America in this instance isn't just about like your accolades or what you did in the war. And also just that the war is not really the same thing at all, because I think when he had a lot of the conversations that he kind of had with Lamar, um, particularly the one where they were like, well, we did whatever we had to do in that situation um, and kind of just highlight highlighting the brutality of war. I think it kind mm-hmm. of just, it, it kind of, Ugh, I'm losing my words here. He, it was, it kind of shed light on the fact that it's being a symbol, um, and what he was trying to be wasn't just about putting on the costume and having the shield. Um, there was something, and I guess I t- kind of touched on this earlier when I was talking about um Sam. There is something about your character, um, and he did have that moment where he said, "Yeah, I jumped on the grenade," but I think there's something very different. I don't know. It, I just think that. They did a really good job of paralleling him, paralleling him against Steve Rogers and Sam at the same time, and just mm. kind of showing like why he was not it. Like he you don't was have the it back. Yeah, yeah, you're um, right. 
But I think at the same time, also like seeing him realize that, especially when he fought the Dora Milaje, which was the best best thing ever. I will be watching that scene again and again. That was that um, was an even super. But <laughs> seeing him kind of realize that he is literally yeah. just this normal guy and that he's kind of out of his depth was really interesting to see. And I think it was even more interesting to see because we, even though we as an audience had already realized that it was nice to see him realizing that and being like, yeah, you H. Mm. And then I think it was also like rewarding because we obviously hated him. Um, And I think he's such a complicated character as well. So I'm really interested to see like where he will go because he obviously does have that part of him that really wants to be the hero. Mm. But I think he's also got a lot more um, he's got darker undertones where it's kind of like I don't think he's quite um, able to distinguish the difference between doing something because it's good and doing something because you know it's good mm. um, because I, I feel like a lot of his thing was very like showy and like presentational whereas maybe well, that's why that's why the putting yeah. the bus was so that's why it was so I guess such a moment for him yeah. isn't it I yeah. do I do want to just quickly say I think as well he had his he also had his own sort of tossed to the wayside thing of like yeah. going back to what I said about yeah he killed someone but <clears throat> we've seen Falcon kill a whole load of dudes earlier and <laughs> and we've seen like Bucky kill dudes and it, like, it, but he got caught on camera doing it kind of thing in it so yeah. it's like all of those medals as he stands there with all of his medals just being told that he's just instantly um fired because he got when you think about it he killed a terrorist but yeah. got caught on camera mm. like, I mean he can did I just, kind of say that yeah. he can got, I just say yeah. the line the line was so well delivered where he where he's standing in front of the the tribunal and he's like I am what you made me mm-hmm. yeah exactly 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 that and then Ooh. you just dash to the side it, it, exactly that but let's move on to Carly the the big the big bad of this series the one who wanted I mean, to change the world <laughs> it, was that I mean that had more emotion than Carly it was. and I know you were trying to have it, um, I'm so I, sorry to that one but I just, mm. is it weird I, being English and being annoyed by an English a British accent nah no, yeah, we can. We have yeah. to call them out too. Like, yeah. if you're, <laughs> if you bad, you bad. Though, um, the, the like the this whole show, like I'm stuck. I'm like this whole time. I've been kind of like mulling an idea in the back of my head where it's like it feels like this whole show is the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Yeah, mm. and everyone is trying so hard to do their best. Except for the French dude, who's just like an arms dealer. <laughs> <laughs> um, everyone is like trying their best in a terrible situation to to be the best they can be um and not really fully understanding how to do it um except until episode three when they they did like that thing with carly blowing up the building which Mm -hmm. i was like that made no sense that 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 annoyed me that annoyed the hell out of me flag smashers made no sense they made no sense I just feel like a lot of her like character, unlike John Walker, there was she was just doing things and there was no <laughs> logic and like she was just saying stuff mm. and I wasn't really fe- I feel like it was part of it was like her just not being convincing, but also <laughs> as like an actor, like I didn't really when she made threats, I just didn't really believe them. Um and like I'm not saying that all the villains need to be like shouty, <laughs> but like it just there's oh something in her tone delivery that was just very. It was like, bland. It was just so bland. There was, was no just, for someone. It was like me threatening someone. I, know, do you I know, don't think I've ever threatened anyone no, in my life. But, but do you know what? I was just like. 
That I I would kind of I'm sorry I would laugh. <laughs> no, but you exactly, that's the same thing. Like, no, I no, just, but it's like... not even that the threatening mm. thing. My thing is with some the the key word being charisma, and this is supposed to be yeah. someone who is so charismatic that random people just randomly yeah, want to help her on the street yeah. and hide hide their people from the police and do all these things all over the world. This global attention I, she's getting for her charisma, and bro, I see none of that charisma. I bro, see can I just can I just say like the um, guy with the luscious hair had more charisma than yeah. him. I forget the guy's name. The, uh, the um yeah the other guy yeah the the. the... <laughs> Like a good example of like a bad guy who isn't shouty and utterly terrifying. Uh, Javier Bardem's character in No Country for Old Men. He's quiet and just utterly arrestingly menacing. Like it, it can be done. She didn't need to be no, like, no, of screaming course it shouty, can be done. But, like, That's why I said charisma because you can have charisma without being loud. But she no, yeah. I was gonna say like it, it was even the moments where she was like standing and kind of like delivering these like big lines. It was just like. Nothing. She was so rubbish, man, and 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 it was just so irritating. It was, I mean, to be honest, this this flag smasher group in general just to me didn't really feel like a terrorist group. The actors were like they just looked like extras, like and they didn't. I don't know, like it just looked so. I feel like you can because I get the purpose of like these are supposed to be like everyday people, and that it's weird because well, it's not weird. I can see a lot of the intention and the thought behind like why they are the way yeah, that I they get are. That. But it just did not deliver. Like, it, how do they all know kung fu? One of those, one of the, one of them looked like a proper, like, m- like middle class mum that just bakes, and she mm-hmm. was just there with the, the group, like, yeah, freedom. And I was just like, what is going on here? Like, why? Bro, she was the most believable out of all of them to be like in this like, <laughs> kung fu group. <laughs> and 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 all and all of. And and I just feel like they never had any plan. And and going back to what I said about Sam, like this guy was doing a, a winter soldier, but with her, and it just didn't feel earned at all. The whole I won't fight you thing. I'm just like, I mean, I'm I'm glad that I, I part of me is kind of like felt like that was the way to go with that confrontation. But mm. at the same time, this is a terrorist who's killed bare people. You need mm. to you might you might need to what pour in a lock or something. I don't know, man. I think also like even just her dying, I felt nothing when he was oh, carrying no. her out. Yeah. And I was just like nothing. I just literally, I was like, oh, she's gone finally. <laughs> like we can, I don't know, move on. Like I just think that, like you know, she didn't really feel like a martyr. I didn't understand why she was inspiring people. I didn't feel any of her pain. Yeah, um, she's a rotten or, like, martyr. Her... <laughs> she, she, she... I feel like the concept preceded the actual actions. I feel like the way they explain explain the fag smashers in episode one made you be like, oh, that's an interesting concept. Yeah, you know, yeah. you helped each other in this time of need that parallels real life, some could argue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when things go back to normal, if they do, mm-hmm. paralleling the show, all of a sudden you want to put the status quo back in place. You're like, oh, that's interesting. This is an interesting way to show some people say that you there's no better way of society functioning but if something happens where you're forced to function differently then that mm-hmm. kind of goes to prove that there's another way to function in society mm-hmm. but then when there's the opportunity to return back to the normal you try and jump back to that and that costs that that is at a cost to some people so it sounds interesting on paper but then you look at these people and you're like what are you doing like what are you actually doing hold on a minute captain captain america spoke to them senators for three minutes and they they yeah. went they backtracked on the law and you was so gonna right. you was gonna blow them up <laughs> well, i don't know like there's 
And that also kind of goes to the bit of the unbelievableness of that that whole speech. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> like <laughs> if Connie was alive, I don't I think she'd have been like. Ooh. It just felt like I think that's why I kind of wish that um, if say they were to have two more episodes, I would have liked to see one episode where you actually saw the impacts that like the GRC, the negative impact that they were. Because right now, I kind of was like, I I get on paper why you like why you don't want these borders to go back or whatever but yeah. like you're, i don't you're re- telling us not showing yeah us. i was like mm. i don't really i'm not really seeing how these people are being negatively impacted i can make up like things in my head but i shouldn't really have to do that um so i just kind of felt like if we could have spent spent like one episode like with the flag smashers or maybe it could have even been like a flashback of what happened to carly exactly that's made her this way because I think one of the things that w- was really jarring for me was just that each episode she seems to be getting more and more extreme, but I wasn't seeing why. Why? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what <laughs> happened to trigger you to yeah. do this? Like, mm-hmm. you were just mm-hmm. escalating, but what was escalating you? Like, I don't, the the, like, I just, what? Mama, <laughs> yeah. Mama Donya, innit? It was mm. Mama Donya. No, 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 no. Mama let's, Donya seemed like she died that. of a natural death. Like, yes, she I, did. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? She she was old and she had TB. <laughs> like, listen, the 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 fact that they could have been like the moment, she, like she'd already had the serum, right? So there wasn't a case of uh, the serum is turning her crazy. Yeah. She was already serumed up and she was being chill, right? Yeah. So so there's like there's there's no reason for her to escalate other than they needed the pot to move forward. And I yeah. and like seeing that so clearly, like really, like just broke me from kind of really feeling anything for these I characters. I used to get so angry when she came on screen like it was <laughs> like uh, do I don't you, think I can watch this show again because I just I she just really irritated me. Do, do you know what it was with Ram right? She I was irritated instantly. And it wasn't and Ram was tolerating it a bit more than me at first. So I was quite entertained to see Ram's slow slow decline <laughs> into hate of her when I always hated her I was she was like oh, yeah, because so- I was like you know I'm gonna give it a chance like she you know and she's like I love to support up-and-coming artists and stuff so I was like you know maybe something so and they just never came it just never came it was terrible and, it was and, like, and this is like my world this is not to say that the actor is I forget her name is it Erin Kedeman mm. she, she's good say, I've seen her she, in other yeah stuff. I was she's gonna good. say I just think as a as, as the flag smasher, it, I just think it. I think it was a bit of a miss a miscast, mm. in my honest opinion. Mm. I just don't think she had what what was needed of that character. You know, it needed source. There was no source, um, and, and the writing was to blame to you as well. Mm, absolutely, it was. There was there was um like this this concept could have been done amazingly and poignantly. More importantly, um, but they they kind of rushed it and they made it incredibly shallow to. To then have that that little speech at the end to kind of be like, hey, we fixed injustice and we're gonna treat people like people. Like piss off. Yeah. Um the it, you guys know how weird it is for me to be the one not as angry as you guys. You hate it. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is so weird because I'm like kind of calm and you guys are like, oh my god, I hate this character so much. I'm like, is this how I sound? Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Is how you sound. yeah. Go back and listen to the Queen and Slim episode. That's what I'm yeah. Oh man, this is your Queen and Slim, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Everything. I mean, if she was a sideline, I, mm. I would have been, I would have been okay, better. Yeah, but the fact that this was the uh, 
this was the climax of, of this season was her and the, what did she say? She's like, I'm sorry. And then we had the long scene of him walking with her and landing like the angel of death or whatever the hell it was. Care. I was just, uh, Tokyo, Tokyo the, Ghoul, when Hide died in season two of Tokyo Ghoul, I was more touched than yeah. that. And season two is trash. <laughs> exactly. Like, the, exactly. The, the iconography in this was like all over the place. Like yeah. this, this show, there was like moments of like, like genuinely like poignant kind of iconography and then there was a lot of weird like kind of quasi Jesus iconography <laughs> and like Jesus? kind of yeah. like cherubim kind of like feel with Sam and like um yeah it was, it was just weird and all over the place and I I didn't know what tone to kind of expect with how they were doing it there was like a lot of weird Americana and like kind of propaganda yeah. stuff with the soldiers and like the soldiers around um faux Captain America um but like if they had like lent onto any one of those things, we could kind of be like, okay, that's the point. But there is no point because they never lent into it any of them. Um, not to be like and like negative about everything, there there was some like amazing like conversations and kind of um, topics and the way they kind of broached things, like especially with Isaiah, like as they the, the conversations with Isaiah. Yeah, we'll get. On. Let me just say quickly. We'll get. We'll get onto it. Let's just. I'm just gonna shave this down a bit, and then we'll talk about that conversation. Mm. I just wanted to shave over uh, Baron Zemo and Shine very quickly. I'm gonna say I love great, great, great. Zemo and Sharon. I don't know how I feel about her character. Yeah, it was a very, a bit bizarre. It was a bit, bit self sabotaging at times, trying to hide a very obvious secret of her being yeah. the power broker. And um, I, I do, I will say the way she shot down, the way she gunned down Carly at the end was mad gangster. You know, that was like, yeah, that, that was, was like, that was an MCU. That was just some. Hood that was ish. power. <laughs> I was I was surprised she wasn't holding her gun sideways <laughs> when mm. she was popping her. Like it was proper on some gang. Like forget your superhero stuff. I got a score to sell. But her as the power broker, I don't. I don't know, man. I'd like the idea of her being like disenfranchised and yeah. and and how I, everyone everyone in this series were thrown to the wayside by the American government. And yeah, I've, I've got a th- I've got a theory. I've got a theory. Do you know how Captain America: Winter Soldier was a spy movie? Yes, I feel like what they're setting up going forward is a spy movie, and Perhaps. in very kind of campy spy movie ways, it's like you know, there's always the red herring, and then there's the turn, and then there's the person who you're like, that can't. It's too obvious to be the bad guy. <laughs> it's the bad guy. Like those kind of tropes. I think they're they're playing those tropes, and yeah. I think they're doing them on purpose, kind of like as hammy as they are. Like, um, and I'm really kind of excited to see more espionage. If they can do it to the to the extent of Winter Soldier, yeah, I agree. Um, I will say quickly on Zemo is I smiled with him at the end mm. <laughs> when his butler did what he had to do. <laughs> I was like, good. Riddance. I um, also really enjoyed about Zemo that we got to flesh out again his um mm. his ideologies because also we didn't really get to keep many villains, so it's always nice to see them again. And like, I A like good that Zemo. Being mm. kept, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Zemo didn't even really change. Like he did not oh. change any of his. He was like, more I, Zemo. Yeah, he, he was. Um, he was awesome. Like he was my like one of my favorite characters of this whole show. Also, like uh, he's such his, a man of culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, his dancing. Yeah. Oh yeah. That, Amazing. That I love was it. dying below. Go and then find like, the loop on YouTube. When yeah, I'm the the <laughs> the Disney cut. Oh my god, that was so good. <laughs> all right, let's 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 all right, let's last let's let's close out and and talk a bit about Isaiah and Isaiah Bradlin and the whole conversation. Um, I guess we can go back into <clears throat> Sam's speech at the end as well. 
Um, I will say in regards to uh, Isaiah, I did like the way that he kind of was even even at the end was like, I still don't think you should have done what you're doing, but mm. I'm gonna support you. You know, I'm I'm glad. So you know, you got to do it. And I like I like I liked him kind of giving him the warning of like, you know, it's 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 not gonna be easy. You know, um, Hassan, what are your thoughts on Isaiah Bradley? So um, I thought it was incredibly like ballsy for Marvel, for Marvel of all like kind of um, uh, like like companies to 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 be the ones to have this conversation about America, the way the treatment of black soldiers in in past wars like um, uh, the 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 Vietnam War, and like and like the experimentation on black people in history because like that's a thing like that's a huge huge thing there's things like the um the tuskegee experiments where they were infecting black people with syphilis like mm-hmm, these these mm-hmm. things happen right? they're like they this this whole thing of it being a super soldier thing is like allegorical to the to the real life treatment of many many black people so i was like oh boy marvel <laughs> you want to tackle this um but then to to have him be like not turn around and kind of be like good job buddy go work for america it's to him still be like this country took everything from me they tortured me they put me in prison i don't think that you should willingly sacrifice yourself for them but it is your decision i think that's an incredibly kind of um intense and intelligent kind of way to 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 like broach that yeah um yeah I mean, I, I I do like the fact that, I mean, this is this is where I'm a bit like, I mean, I, I, I again, in terms of Marvel tackling the issues of what, you know, almost like essentially the black, <clears throat> the black experience in America, mm. what some people that might not, that might be, you know, trying to, assimilate into in, in into society and trying to make something for themselves and and sometimes you try and um shut off these things and then it kind of becomes a thing that you're ignoring i'm 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 glad that marvel tackled that thing that we as black people might just kind of internalize and yeah. other yeah, people yeah. like white people just ignore um it, again like you said it was i was quite surprised i don't i didn't watch too many of the trailers lead, leading into the um <clears throat> leading into the the show but i was very surprised when it came out um like the that I was, like you said i was literally like oh we go in there my 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 thing is sort of like the resolution of it all um but and, and i'm still i guess <laughs> maybe i shouldn't have reviewed this right now because i'm it is still stewing in my head a little bit i mm. guess this is the thing of when you separate um when you separate sort of the nation of the country with the people of the country, if, mm. if you get what I'm saying, and that, that's what I was talking about. Because when when I when I when you when I first saw um, like Captain America in his suit, which I first hated his suit, and I still think it's a bit loud, but I like it. I do like it. It is a bit I'm loud, not bad at it, bro. I'm it not gonna lie. I don't like Steve Rogers' suit either. I think like it's incredibly gaudy and ugly. It's just it's it's not my it, cup of tea. It, kind of aesthetic. Yeah, I just don't like the American flag. I, I like its comic <laughs> accuracy, should I say? But yes. it, it, I, I guess this is the thing. Us, and this is why I keep saying like 
being British, yeah, I, I, I like I'm not the biggest fan of America as, as a country, right? Oh. <laughs> and and you know Somali, like so yeah, so <laughs> so, so see so seeing like my man black man in stars and stripes, you know, like like at first you're just like oh corny, but then like I guess if you're an American person, there's gonna be something in you that wants to believe that the Pete, what did he say? The, the only, the only power he has is the hope that people can do better. Um, that was, I feel like that was part of his speech. Um, and it, I feel like when, I guess if you look at it as him being for the people that, do you know what I mean? Like, I guess when you take kind of, kind of, it's the, I guess it's me trying to understand because maybe I don't, what mm-hmm. the symbol of Captain America means, what the symbol of the shield means. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, 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 for, for sure. I think we should up top say that we don't because we don't. We don't live yeah. in America. We didn't grow up in America. We don't have the same kind of uh, cultural like underpinnings of, of of kind of constantly living with the with, with what their society is, right? Mm. So, like, it's easy for us to kind of say our opinion like negatively or positively for whatever if like while while kind of being comfortable an ocean away you know i think um what it made me think of a lot was um i guess because again not being american i kind of had to like contextualize it in my own way mm-hmm. um and i think the relationship between isaiah and sam kind of reminded me of like um generation gaps between well for me being like a first generation immigrant and like Mm. say my mum and our attitudes to like our ownership over like Britain essentially Mm. um and I think that like with Isaiah was kind of like these people did this to me um which you know both both experiences are valid but I think it kind of reminded me of like for me I would say that like there is a level of like I there's certain shit that I won't really take from this country because I'm like well I was born here and you know I pay taxes and I Mm. do this and I do this Uh, whereas I think with my parents even though they endured like things that were a lot harder I think life is definitely much easier for us in terms of like racism and that kind of stuff obviously it's still a struggle but it's a lot different I think it's interesting that the generations that kind of like suffered the most are the ones that are more uh even though they might be perhaps more resentful they're less I don't know they have more of a complicated relationship in that maybe um they're more willing to kind of step back and be in the shadows even though Mm -hmm. You know, mm. like with Isaiah, for example, like he refuses to, and obviously we understand that he's endured a lot of pain. He refuses mm. to kind of take that title because he has endured a lot of pain. Whereas Falcon kind of, um, I think the line that kind of made me think about this was like, you know, when he says, we built this country. like, mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. And I think that that's what resonated with me a bit as a, as a British person of kind of like, I am contributing to this country. So you can't tell me that I don't have any, ownership over mm-hmm, this and I, mm-hmm. I i imagine that someone who's african-american who's gonna like hit a family, lot more harder yeah, for them yeah has been there for generations that is their country you yeah. they did build that up that, like that country is rich and like prosperous because of them so at of your course, expense like, yeah. why should they not if they want to fight for the country in the way that they want to fight for it they should be able to and if they are the symbol of america really if you think about it like mm-hmm. i think that the fact that African-American culture is like the biggest export um, 
of America that tells you pretty much everything you need to know. And so yeah. I think it was interesting it's, having it's a, both sides of that argument. It's a mm. much bigger part of uh, the African-American identity. Even like Hassan saying like he's Somali. I say we're, we're all probably black British on our passports, but yeah. I say I'm St. Lucian. <laughs> so like, I think we, we, we have that thing over in Britain where I think, Weird. Hey, hey! I was born in Somali, man. Like, um, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> like, uh, I, I have that lucky, on me. Lucky you, bro. <laughs> but you know, I mean, like over over here, I feel like black people are a lot more like I'm Nigerian. Like they're telling you where their grandma's from. That's what they're identifying with, as opposed to in America, like you said, around this. So there's been like since slavery, the generations of being on the land is so different that they're gonna feel like they are a lot more entitled to america as a country than we yeah. would be for britain so i could imagine how um <clears throat> the speech and the gravity of having his statue even though his statue was all the way in the corner i didn't like that but no but i i, I kind of saw it as like i thought that that was my immediate thought but i was like stop being cynical maybe like the exhibition <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah, not yeah. open yet <laughs> um but like i i can imagine that hitting a lot more i mean we'd have to hear opinions from um our african-american friends to be fair to, to know how, how hit or miss it truly was the whole Isaiah situation and 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 the, and the whole speech but I think overall the ideas and <clears throat> themes were interestingly explored um Sam's kind of resolution again I'd say I preferred Bucky's resolution of like 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 you said why he believed that Sam needed to be Captain America and what it would mean for him Bucky I, I preferred that resolution more than like Sam overcoming like him not feel it, him not feeling like he deserves to be Captain America. But I do like the concept. I like mm. the fact. I like the whole. He's gonna be the guy if you like it or not. <laughs> I true. also really true. liked that. Um, Bucky. You know when they had that training session, I guess, kind of, of when they were throwing the shield and stuff. That Bucky kind of also <laughs> Sorry. had that realization of yeah, like obviously as two white men, we didn't really even think about what it meant to hand the shield to you. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I, which absolutely. I think was also an important part of the conversation as well. Yeah, I think I said not as important, but like no, so no you're right. I think I think like. I touched on that earlier with the whole like the internalization among amongst the black community and then the ignorance amongst the white community. It's exactly that. Like mm-hmm. like if we think the injustice is not okay, but we're used to it, then some white people will be like, well, they're like, it's not that bad. Look, they're not that mad about it, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? They don't mm-hmm. realize mm-hmm. if you don't show and tell. But is there anything else you want to add before we wrap this up? Because I'm just looking no, at the time and we've looking at the time we gotta we gotta wrap. Yeah. Um yeah, I think we'll just cut it there. I will say, um, was it better or worse than one division? It was different. It was different. It was different. hundred percent. Out of ten? Seven. Seven. Seven and a half. I'm gonna say seven, I agree with um Hassan there. I'm annoyed with Sharon though. I'm mm. a bit annoyed. <laughs> Ooh, don't don't remind me of uh, Carly. That might go lower. Oh, she threw that. She no, no, we gotta that, go. We gotta go. We can't, she we can't. threw that Mercury <laughs> in that poor guy's face. He is. He's done for. He's dead. That, dead. Hundred yeah. percent dead. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. That's an episode. You don't need to know what we're up to unless anyone's doing anything special. No. No. Everyone just same stuff. Read gaming. Orange reading. the manga. Mm. Oh, you have. Oh, and I bought um a Carla a new book, the the Dark Lady. I think it's called. Oh, that. sick, 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 sick. Yeah. Um, watching Tokyo Revengers, which is pretty same. damn good. And mm, to your eternity. Yeah, yeah. All right, Ram, do you want to reel off our socials? 
Um, yeah, you can find us on the Nerd Alternative on Instagram, the Nerd Alternative on Twitter without an E after the N. Um, and you can listen to this podcast on Anchor, Podchaser, Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, just Google us. Google us. Do it. Do it now. Do it. <laughs> please, uh, please remember to to I'm rate and review us too. Memes all day. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, please, please remember to to rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Um, follow us on Spotify um, and do the same for Podchaser as well. It goes a long way. Thank you very yes. much. Thank you very much. And until next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. See ya. Do it. Welcome to Scotch and Sports. We're your weekly sports podcast. You got hosts Mike, Gertie, Suds, and we're bringing you all the best in the world of sports. I'm drunk. We're going to bring you the NFL, the NHL, the NBA, and sometimes we can ask questions on Twitter. We'll even bring you some rugby and some cricket, even though we have no idea what the hell we're talking about. Still drunk. So tune in weekly. We're on Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean. If your ears can hear it, we'll be there. Yeah.